Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SFM 104 to 107, and we are talking late night conversations. Close the door. Make sure everyone under the age of 18 is not part of our conversation because you and I are going to be getting tips and tricks on making sure that we all enjoy an orgasmic time in the bedroom or whether it's in the kitchen or the lounge, wherever it is that you're doing it. We are speaking to the ever so lovely, beautiful Michelle Hope, who's an unapologetic sexologist based in New York, USA. Michelle, a very good evening to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving us your time. We really appreciate you. And we know, Michelle, that you're not just an unapologetic sexologist, but you're also an activist in the USA. Um, Maybe give people an understanding as to what you do as a sexologist and also give us some of the background of what you're doing on the ground as an activist. Well, you know, what it is I I really do is I fight for reproductive justice, which um, is the idea that all people should have the right to decide when to have a child, when not to have a child, how to bring that child into the world. And they should also um, have a healthy uh, environment with the right social support systems to raise uh, other children that they may have. So, you know, the foundation of that is really equitable and the idea that women's rights and uh, men's rights should be equal as well as our gender nonconforming community members, our LGBTQ community members, and that all people should get access to care, information, and education in an effort to allow them to make the most informed decisions about their bodies, their health, and their sexuality as possible. Um, and, and there is a direct connection to uh, the Black Lives Matter movement when you think about what a reproductive justice world is, one that is realized, you know, that's where uh, black mothers don't have to worry about maternal mortality or they don't need to worry about their children being shot by police. That's, that's a part of that having a safe and supportive environment to raise children in. Michelle, the work you're doing so is it kind really, of goes, yeah, go ahead. It kind of goes across the board, like, you know, just as important as your uh, reproductive health or your sexual health is, um, so is your, your health in the a place of pleasure, right? Because you want to have the most fulfilling relationships you can. The work you do is really commendable, both for community and for individuals, for men and women alike. So today you're going to be giving us some tips and tricks on utilizing toys and other things to make sure that our sex lives are are spiced up. I think the first thing, and this is a conversation that uh, Ben Zito and I had um, off air, is that sometimes men feel that these sex toys, especially those that are aimed for the pleasuring of females, are competing with the man. Is, is, Is this correct? And how do we introduce sex toys in, in a in a good way that does not come across as if I'm competing with the man's penis or man's performance? Well, I think what we first have to understand is really that it's not a, um, it's not competition, rather it's an enhancement, right? Like you can really enjoy the 
sexual interaction you have with your partner, and it can be wonderful and great as it is, but when you add a toy, it can be more enjoyable for both parties. So I would really hope that people don't look at it as something that's a competition, rather an enhancement. And when you talk about how do you introduce these things, it can be as simple as having a conversation or referencing a movie maybe you have seen or an article you read or an advertisement maybe that you had seen uh, to your partner saying, oh, I saw this and it looks really fun. Would you be open to trying it? And that would be a great way to introduce uh, the use of a sex toy. Mm. Now, in, in terms of these sex toys that we have available, I'd like you to give us some, some tips as to what it is that we can do to make sure that both parties, whether it's a heterosexual or homosexual relationship, um, are, are pleasured equally. Well, yeah, I think for starters, um, you want to just start to talk about what turns you on. Like maybe you're into having your nipples stimulated. And if you are in a heterosexual relationship, you know, you could use a vibrator on a man's nipples or the inner thighs. Those are both erogenous zones for men. So a vibrator isn't just for a woman's clitoris. It can also be used on other parts. Sometimes they're called personal massagers and they give that vibrating feeling. You can really use those to kind of get the get the body connected to this sensual feeling, right? Not just on the genitals, but also in other places of the body. So you want to just kind of remember that it's for all people's pleasure. Also, uh, when you are using toys, it's important to keep them clean because toys can spread STIs if you're not keeping them clean. And um, you can and should use condoms uh, on top of your toys for, for safest practice. Ooh, okay. So a personal massager could work on any erogenous zone, so for both men and females. So you could literally use one particular vibrator that could be inserted in either uh, for anal sex or for vaginal sex and still use the same vibrator for um, inner thigh massaging or nipple massaging. Yes, but I want to be very clear about the anal, anal sex. Okay. Um, you, you need special toys uh, that have like um, a special kind of handle for anal pleasure, especially if you're thinking about inserting that, because um, the muscle in the anus can, can lock up and it can actually intake. So you, you don't want to use anything that's just cylinder without like um, a, a, a way to pull it out because it can get stuck in the anus and nobody wants to go to the hospital with something stuck up their butt. Uh, so think about that. And if you are using um, a, a toy for anal insertion, there are a lot of bacteria in the anus. So you cannot use that for genital, like uh, for vaginal insertion afterwards without either cleaning it or changing the condom on it. All in all, I think that anal sex is wonderful, but I would really, I really want to let people be aware that there are different toys for that uh, than just the regular vibrator that you might use for clitoral stimulation, Mm, right? mm -hmm. So usually vibrators, um, although some people do like them inserted and turned on, usually that's for more of pleasuring the clitoris and the outer part of the vulva. 
Now, I'm but gl- some people like it inside, so I don't want to. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the fact that uh, um, uh, anal sex uses different toys. Actually, last week on Thursday, uh, we spoke about anal sex, and I- I'd like to take it from from a sexologist's point of view when it comes to anal sex. We looked at the pros and the cons and uh, some of the dangers around anal sex. Michelle, could you tell us how an orgasm is reached using anal sex for both men and and female and is this the well, reason why so, once someone goes back they never go back uh, well i think it's really it's really dependent on each individual so when we talk about the anatomy in the man uh, in the male body there the prostate actually when stimulated can provide a really 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 intense orgasm sometimes referred to as um prostate milking. It can be a very intense orgasm, but a lot of people aren't necessarily in a position uh, or feel comfortable trying that type of play. Um, And when you think about that, uh, obviously consent is a big deal. Secondarily, there are certain cleaning uh, activities that need to happen prior to. So when the male prostate is stimulated, it does it does provide a very powerful orgasm, but that can also be achieved through the space between the scrotum and the anus, which is referred to as the perineum. And that perineum, actually, if you apply pressure to that space or even like a a massaging wand or something of that nature to that space, you can actually stimulate the prostate, which can give you a very, very, very intense orgasm. Now, for women, what we're thinking, what we have to think about is the way the vulva is constructed and... Um, how the clitoris is, is all we see is the small part that is external. However, that organ is the only organ um, that humans have, especially females have, that, that are pleasure-inducing only. That is the only purpose of that organ. And I like to say that uh, the, what we see on the outside is the tip of the iceberg because it actually extends down both sides of the internally, down the labia majora, about four inches. So sometimes when um, people explore anal pleasure, there is an amount of friction that will kind of stimulate the internal part of the clitoris that can be very, very pleasurable uh, for people. But I should let you know that just because uh, you are experiencing pleasure from um, anal sex does not mean that your anus is self-lubricating. It will not become wet. And that is why it's very important that you use lubricants and condoms as the tissue in the rectum is very thin and can tear easily, making you more susceptible to STIs. Mm. I'd like to remind everyone that we are speaking about tips and tricks on how to reach the ultimate orgasm with uh, unapologetic sexologist Michelle Hope all the way in New York in the USA. Remember, you can call us anonymously because these are the closet conversations. The number to dial is 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107, SMS 41391. Patricia. And your lovely guest. Sex toys are tantamount to self-torture. Do you know that some people do resort to them after they've been hurt by their former sex partners? If you do that, you resort to sex toys as the result of being hurt. You know them well that what you are doing 
You are doing nothing. You torture yourself. Penis needs vagina. I call a spirit a spirit. I don't refer to a spirit as a guardian tool. Night, I'm Haubutze from Pranfisha. Tada. Khabuzi. So Michelle Khabuzi says, don't torture yourself. A penis needs a vagina and a vagina needs a penis. And people resort to sex toys just because they were hurt by previous partners. But from what I understand that there are a lot of couples who are engaging in utilizing sex toys so that they can heighten their sexual experience. Yes, I will have to uh, respectfully disagree with that caller. Uh, I think that it's not about someone being hurt by someone in the past. It's really about people being in touch with what they find pleasurable and or being willing to explore new avenues of pleasure through um, accoutrement or, you know, like in food, it's like seasoning. You, you try out a toy, maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but that's the right of each individual person whether they like a penis or a vagina as a penis or a vagina owner. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's really about personal preference. And when it comes to utilizing toys, it really is about enhancement. Again, let's think about seasoning on your food. If sex was food, the toys are just a little seasoning. Hmm. The toys are just a little seasoning and obviously something that needs to go both ways. Let's go to the next voice note. Good evening, uh, Patricia. I just wanted to ask the doctor, you know, about those those dolls. I don't know if you guys remember the dolls from from China, female dolls that could speak. I mean, you could sleep with them, and I think some of them could move. I'm not sure. Uh, were they good or they were just over the board? They were just <laughs> they were taking it to the extreme. Or should we make one male dolls, you know, for 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 ladies and gay men <laughs> thank you all right so do we still have uh, human-like uh, sex uh, dolls those you... are really popular um mm-hmm. in other countries um and i think that if again i mean even here in the united states um molds of of porn stars or adult entertainers' genitals are very popular. That's, I mean, just, if you want to get the, the whole doll, that's great. And, and Asia is actually very progressive in this space. Um, having dolls that will interact with you and talk with you, they're incredibly expensive. Um, and, you know, if that's what you're into, great. But on a, on a much smaller scale, people buy... Um, uh, penis prosthetics that are made from adult entertainers and, and uh, uh, vagina socks or, or, or vagina or anal stimulators or anal replicas of adult entertainers. And that's totally normal as well. I think it's just about people experimenting. But those usually are quite the investment. They're pretty expensive. Mm. Now, um, on more notes here on WhatsApp, uh, Anonymous says, Patricia, I don't want to lie. I'm a single man and I masturbate and come, but I always feel bad afterwards. So I avoid masturbating. I prefer sex. How, how can one self-pleasure themselves? to a point where they ha- reach an earthquake, you know, earth-shattering orgasm without feeling um, guilty or feeling bad, as Anonymous has said, so that it becomes a natural thing that you do because you are single. Yeah, 
I think you have to start asking yourself, why do you feel guilty? Like, that's kind of some really internal work that we have to do as adults. Oftentimes, the ideas and the understandings we have around sexuality stem from what we have been taught at home, the messaging we have been given through our religious beliefs, through our cultural beliefs, through our familiar beliefs. And oftentimes, those feelings around sex are rooted in shame. So I would advise the person to understand that masturbation is not a bad thing. It's a very healthy thing. And that when you start to have those feelings, you have to ask yourself, where are they coming from? Um, and, and then really kind of dig deep to say, well, is that a factor now? Does anybody see this? It's, it's, it's really a time of self-love, masturbation. And I hope that people can change their narrative and start looking at masturbation as a very healthy and normal self-love practice. Mm. And uh, another anonymous here is asking, Patricia, is it true, please ask your guest, is it true that anal sex can cause anal cancer? Yeah, I'm going to have to, I, 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 no, no, that's not, no. There's no correlation of the two. As long as you're practicing safe sex. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're talking about, like, can you get genital warts or can you get STIs, and genital warts is actually an STI that could result in cancerous cells in the anus, right, um, or, or, or cell dysplasia. Um, but I think that I feel like that was a very generalized statement based on myth or based on uh, um, fears of um, what, what some would use to kind of vilify homosexuality. So mm. I, that's why I immediately just said no, full stop. So if you're, you, you're practicing safe sex, you're using condoms, you're getting tested regularly, it's not, it shouldn't bring about anal cancer, no. Okay. And then here I've got uh, Namisi Robson in Mbalente. He says, good evening, thanks for the show. I disagree with sex toys because for myself, I like that flesh-to-flesh romancing each other, but with toys, nothing like that. That's Namisi. And then here I've got an, a question, right? And the question is uh, from Anonymous in Hammersdale. Anonymous says, Patricia, I like to remain anonymous, however... Please help me. I always fantasize about having sex in the shower, but I don't know how to do it pleasurably. It's always in my mind. Can you and the doctor give me some tricks or some tips and moves on how I can make it work for me in the shower with my partner? That's a great question. And, you know, I guess there's a, there's a lot to be said about that. So first and foremost, depending on your height and your partner's height, Sometimes that can be a little bit of a challenge because if you're not, like, um, height-wise matched up in a specific way, getting things into the right holes can be a challenge, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, yeah. it, like, think about what – and then also keeping your balance because things are wet, things are slippery, you want to make sure you're being safe. And with all that being said, you want to be aware of um, this idea that safety first – so think about if you have, like, um, you know, maybe sex in the shower, while it sounds awesome, uh, it can be pretty dangerous. Um, and I don't know how big your shower is, right? 
So if you can, if it's just a stand-up shower, it's not a bathtub, maybe you could put a small chair or a small stool that could help you leverage some balance. Or think about starting in the shower as a part of foreplay and then taking it to the bedroom for the actual intercourse um, so you can make sure you're you're safe. You're not going to slip and fall. Or at least start with foreplay in the shower as a way to work yourself up to sex in the shower. Mm. So maybe foreplay. And, and when you are in the shower, I'm just asking now, should the water still be running or do you switch off the taps? Well, here's the thing. Are you using a condom? So condom sex can get kind of complicated if you are in the shower, right? As well as, um, you know, it can just get complicated. Yeah. So if you're with a partner that you've been with for a long time and you're monogamous, like, and you're not having sex with other people, you've both been tested and you've chosen a birth control method or are, um, are choosing not to use condoms, that might be better to try sex in the shower because having to open a condom in the shower is not going to be easy. Mm. Okay. And I think the same could be said about uh, having sex in the pool. I mean, could you give us some tips about uh, well, that, sex well, that in the pool? Well, that doesn't work. That doesn't, yeah. It, <laughs> it actually is kind of difficult. And I wouldn't suggest that because of the chlorine into the vagina. I would not suggest that. Oh. The chemicals could be very, it could throw off the pH balance. Same with the ocean. You know, it sounds sexy, sex on the beach. But sand in some of those places is not sexy. It, it could be painful. Michelle, I'm glad you said that. So, guys, don't watch these movies and think it's uh, it's, it's as easy. Chlorine can throw off your pH balance, and you said also the sand and the seawater as well. So, it's not practical having sex in 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 these places. No, especially like when you think about what kind of micro microbacterial is in water, like ocean water or lake water or even a swimming pool. It just it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. All right, so rather just foreplay and then move on to a place that is safer. Michelle, we've got... Drier a... land. <laughs> Higher and drier land. <laughs> Let me go to a voice note. Yeah, I know you can't be with us for the entire hour because you've got other engagements, but let's uh, just uh, take this voice note before we let you go. Hi, Patricia and your guests. So me and my woman have spoken about... Um, having anal sex, but uh, I, I really don't think she can take it. Um, I, I think once we are tempted and yeah, <laughs> then she never, never wanted to attempt again. But she wants to do it, but I think it's maybe she wants to do it because she thinks I want it, but I don't want it anymore also after listening to your conversation. Mm, I think I'm right the natural way. Thank you. Thank you, Anonymous. Michelle, give us some tips on uh, anal sex, please. Go slow. Communicate. Lube, 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 lube. And prep your booty hole. Because you don't want to be in a shit situation if you know what I'm saying. Okay? How, how do you prep it? Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? Um, so you have to eat correctly, uh, prior to, and make sure you have a good bowel movement and make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Like you can't have, you know, collard greens and plantains and chicken and you can't, or like, you can't do all that and then think you're going to 
you know, in the next eight to 12 hours, get it on like that. You can't. Um, so you'd want to eat something high in fiber. Uh, and then I can't stress enough about lube. And, and try to start with fingers. Let's not try with the penis for starters because, again, the anus is a muscle. It will lock up. So it's, it requires a lot of lube, a lot of trust, a lot of conversation, and take your time. That take your time. All right, so don't eat that chicken. <laughs> eat high-fiber foods or else you're going to be in a Fruits sticky... and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. And, and uh, do you have to use an enema just before you have anal sex? See, well, here's the thing I'm concerned about with enemas. Enema is a, is a forceful way to, to flush out uh, your lower intestine and the rectum, and that can actually dry out um, that area. Because it's, it's, there's, you do need some of the, the like body's mucus, um, and so when you use an enema that can really dry that space out and and could leave you more susceptible to tearing. So I just really am am not a fan. It is an option, um, and there are all kinds of. It is an option, but I just ha- I'm concerned because sometimes those chemicals can be harsh. Mm. Okay, let's uh, go to the next voice note. Patricia, my sister, let me let uh, com- uh, contribute to this one. Sex toys can destroy your marriage, your relationship. This is according to my experience. Sometimes you will find that this toy works better than your partner, and therefore the partner becomes useless. Sometimes a man can masturbate. Just waiting for his wife to sleep and masturbate. This is the reality that's happening in bedrooms. So, this can be very, very dangerous once you are addicted to it. This is a fact. Thank you. Bye. So, um, Michelle, you've heard this. Girl, Girl, you Mm. already know what I'm... That's not a fact. That's not a fact. Let me tell you something. I, child, I've been trying to be nice, but this is, I got to really push back on this. This is a fact. No, your partner's not going to become useless. And let me tell you something, husband. Uh, if you're out here and you're not getting no uh, play, ask yourself, what have you done for her lately? Ooh. Have you taken the trash out? Have you washed the dishes? Did you fix the car like you said you would? Did you fix that back door that's been squeaking? Because let me tell you something. When women don't have to worry about all the things to make things great in the house, they become a lot more turned on by you. But if you're out here not doing what you say you're going to do, not coming home when you say you're going to come home, sorry about that, not taking, not taking seriously the commitments of your relationship, well then, you could not be surprised when people are not turned on. You could not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And, and obviously, like you said initially, that sex toys are not there to replace your partner, but to enhance both partners' experiences. And, and let me tell you this. Again, I'm going to say it. If your partner is using a sex toy to replace you, you need to ask yourself, what, you are not, what am I not doing in the other spaces of the relationship? Because it is all connected. You cannot. You cannot be a crappy husband, a crappy boyfriend, and think that your partner is going to be turned off by you. You just cannot think that way.
Yeah, so this love issue, these tips and tricks, they are encompassing every aspect of our lives. You can't just expect to enjoy your sex life when you are not enjoying your ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill life. Last voice note before we let Michelle go. Yeah. Well, well, because that's because women are not just sex objects. Yes, we don't just we don't just live on bread and sex. Like that's <laughs> not. We need love. We need respect. Mm. We need understanding. We need compassion. We need empathy. We need to be cared for. I'm mm. sorry. That really that 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 that, that last one burned my little biscuit. Oh, let's move to the next one. Hopefully, this one is more progressive. Michelle, um. I've got a quick question here. Um, is it healthy to come in your partner's mouth? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, is it healthy, or well, are there like some health concerns that we should be concerned about when doing that? Because, yeah, no, like it feels sexy and stuff like that, but is it healthy? Yeah. All right, Michelle. Did you hear the question? Yeah, is it healthy? I don't know. I don't. Here's the interesting part. I wouldn't say it's unhealthy unless the person themselves is unhealthy because we are what we eat. So, um, by that being said, if you drink a lot of alcohol, you do a lot of drugs, um, your, your sperm is probably not going to taste great. Uh, secondarily, you can get STIs from oral sex, you can get chlamydia and gonorrhea from sperm in the throat. So, you should be aware of that. Um, but as far as is it healthy to swallow sperm, not that I know of. It's not going to, you're not going to, it's not like a penicillin shot. It's not like, um, you know, eating your Wheaties or having your daily vegetables. Uh, so that's what I would say. It's not unhealthy though, right? Mm, okay. So, uh, Michelle, a last question from our listeners, because I know you've got another appointment you need to go to. Someone's asking here, what about sex on the lawn outside in the rain? Well, that sounds romantic and sexy. Okay, so there's no issues on that. Oh, I, I, I'm just saying, here was the reason with the water thing, right? Because if you're submerged in water, right, it allows water, to, and you have to remember, the vagina, are Lots of, it's, it's very um, uh, osmosis, like the, the, you, the internal walls are moist. So it's a way for like, you just don't want that dirty water inside the vagina. But if, I'm imagining if you're in the grass, on the rain, maybe you're on a blanket, that seems pretty okay. Because it's just rain kind of falling down on you. I think the risk in the shower was just falling down was my biggest concern. But the pool, again, the chlorine in the water and being submerged in the water is, is a bit concerning. It's same like on the beach, the sand can get a little crazy. I'm not saying it can't be done. You just need to be careful. So, Michelle, you've just made uh, one of my team members in the A-team smile from ear to ear because uh, that particular person was very uh, intrigued about uh, uh, having sex in the rain. So you've cleared that one up. Thank you so very much it's for so your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem. Thank you. We really appreciate you. I don't know when next we're going to have you again because we love your energy and the information you give us. 
Anytime, Patricia. I love you too. You have a good day. All right then. Be blessed, good Michelle. night, actually. Good night. <laughs> it's a good night to us. Uh-huh, All right then. Thanks. That was Michelle Hope, and uh, she's uh, the unapologetic sexologist. And uh, you can get her on social media platforms and make sure that you do hit her up and ask questions. You can still continue with your voice notes and your messages. We've got 10 more minutes left of the show. So you and I can still be talking about those tips and tricks that people can use in the bedroom to get the ultimate orgasm. This is SAFM Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Alone. We are guided and uh, yeah, that's what we are enjoying here on the show. The fact that uh, you are still up at this time of the evening to interact with us and we appreciate that. We are still talking late night conversations as we are about to wrap up. Remember, you can also call in on uh, 011-714-0045 or 891 or WhatsApp us on 614 Give us those tips and tricks to reach that ultimate orgasm on the line i've got Ngonde. Ngonde, i'm surprised you're still up at this time of the evening but i'm enjoying the fact that you are wanting to talk to us how are you i can't leave you alone patricia ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't leave you alone patricia if you know mathematics or physical science sciences basically they like to prove things right something in maths we used to call rtp abbreviation for required to prove, especially in geometry. Now, where, where am I coming with this? Patricia, belief system is never scientific, right? If you believe in whatever it is that you believe, it suits you, right? Mm. Not me, necessarily. So, for example, your lady there, I couldn't speak to her, you know, she, she come from the States. Patricia, it is no joke. It is an open society. It is a first world country. Patricia, most of our callers here, if they're to go to America only for a week, they will be shot. Right? In other words, their belief systems will be turned upside down. Right? Now, she's very good in whatever she does, but she must still understand that we are by and large backward. Right? as Africans, right, unfortunately, mm. because we're not used to it. We've not met other cultures, right? The, cu- the cross-cultural reference is very important. So us, from KwaZulu-Natal or Mpompo, whatever, it's a problem. Going forward, Patricia, remember God, if you believe in God or not, in my view, right, again, I'm not really religious, to me, he has made an entrance, and an entrance is the vagina, and he has made an exit. An exit is your anus, right? Seriously, Patricia, I have seen with my naked eye when I was in the States in 79, streptolococcus, that's a bacteria. There's a lot of those bacteria, Patricia, in the anus. It's no wonder that one of the origins of HIV came from homosexuals. So it says, right, you don't have to believe it. I'm not preaching, right? Precisely because 
when whenever they were engaging in sex, those homosexuals or whatever, they came across a lot of material, Treptolococcus and others, right? Because God intended the anus to be an exit. Things go out, right? And the vagina to be an entrance, right? Mm-hmm. And you can only you can only procreate, Patricia, if you go to the right entrance, not the wrong entrance. If you know guests mentioned that if you are in the shower, you must be careful that you go to the to the right entrance, right? Because Patricia, they are very close to each other. The anus and the vagina, right? So you can make a mistake. So I like to appeal to our callers. They must have an open mind, Patricia. Yes. Not coming here with strongly held beliefs. Because you must remember faith comes by hearing. I like to repeat that. Faith comes by hearing. I know Patricia Patricia. So whatever you heard, you've heard, you will believe it. It becomes your faith, your own faith, not to be imposed to others. Patricia, a very good evening. Thank you very much, Ngonde. Ngonde says faith comes by hearing and whatever you've heard, you don't have to superimpose because it can always be changed. Before I go to this voice note, Anonymous says, Pat, toys are not for Zulu men. I don't know who's standing up for these Zulu men because it's anonymous, but Zulu men, please let us know. Is this a thing or not? Let's go to the voice notes. Anonymous here in Cape Town. I want to let you know that this thing of sexing each other anyway, where you find a war in human body, that's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. The only thing it must remain Ah, man, my WhatsApp just played a trick on me there. Um, Anonymous's message, he was about to tell us more about what he thinks should remain where and what should be done where. Okay, listen, it seems that uh, <laughs> uh, that things are really getting heated and uh, people want to have their views heard. Let's listen to this voice note. Anonymous here in Thank Cape Town. I want to let you know that this thing of sexing each other anyway, where you find a war in human body, that's crazy, man. That's absolutely crazy. The only thing it must remain, the penis and the vagina, that's it. This thing of sexing each other in the nose, in the ears, in the ass, Wherever you think you can find a hole in human body, that's an abuse, man. There's no pleasure in that, man. The only pleasure you can find is only on the vagina. That's all. That's my deck. Good evening, Patricia. I hear people are, are, are kind of negative about this, uh, the use of sex toys. All I'm going to say is just evolve or die. As much as we, gents, as we come together, we talk about, we give each other advices on to what to do, what to drink, all those things. And the ladies also are talking about how their men are not going down on them, how they are not doing certain things. So we must get out of the box. In fact, we must climb on top of the box. We must stop thinking inside the box. Climb on top of the box and just 
get get with the times get with the times otherwise you will learn the hard way I think we should end it on that note. Uh, evolve or die. This is a message from a gentleman. And he says, get out of the box, but jump on top of the box. I don't know what that means. But what I know is it's already a minute past midnight and it's time for us to head on home. However, I really enjoyed this discussion. And tomorrow we're going to have more of the same during the Closet Conversations. So please do be tuned in. We will start the show promptly at 10 o'clock up until midnight where we give you some saucy, sassy and sexy information on how to spice up the bedroom. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to ask you at home um, to perhaps send us an email, right, on some of the sex topics that you want to discuss, some of the things that have been bothering you. I'm going to ask for permission from uh, our producer. Can you please send him an email and say, I'm a lady and these are the things I've always wanted to know, or I'm a man, these are the things I've always wanted to know, whether it's about homosexual or transsexual or about bisexual or whatever sexual issues that you might have or relationship issues that you'd like us to talk about. Please send an email to this email address, ben at safm.co.za. That's our show producer, ben at safm.co.za with suggestions of topics that have been at the back of your mind. All right. And then let's make sure that we talk about things that you want to hear. From the A-team and myself, may goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success until 10 p.m.